This is the Village Kids Podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make kid disciples who go, grow, and overcome. Hey everyone, and welcome to the final episode of the Village Kids Advent Devotion Podcast. Uh, we're so grateful that you took the opportunity to listen to this, and we hope that it's just been super useful to you in this season. Well, uh, I uh, I am going to go ahead and kick it off to Elliot, who is going to read our, our, our verse for today to us. Elliot, what is the verse? Luke two twenty nine through 32. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. Well, thanks, Elliot, for reading that to us. This passage is actually, they're words that Simeon says. Simeon was, a, the Bible calls him a devout and righteous man, uh, and and. Mary and Joseph had brought Jesus. After Jesus had been born, they brought Jesus to the temple in order for Jesus to be blessed. And so Simeon was going to perform this blessing. And what happened was the Holy Spirit actually led him to the temple, and he sees this uh, this child. He sees the Savior, Jesus. And, and Jesus was the promised Savior for Israel. He was the one that, that Israel had been waiting for for a really long time. In fact, the, the, uh, if we look at the Bible, we can see that Israel had been waiting for, for over 400 years. God hadn't spoken, but they were still waiting for their Savior. And so when Simeon sees Jesus, he is seeing the Savior for the first time. And then he says those words, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. And the reason he says this is because he knows that God gave this promise, but he had been waiting to see God keep his promise. And, and so when he saw Jesus, he, he, he finally understood in that moment that, yes, God has finally kept his promise. Verse 30 says, For my eyes have seen your salvation. Simeon was waiting for God to send the Messiah that he had promised to Israel. And he said that he said, You've prepared him in the presence of all peoples as a light of revelation for the Gentiles. So that this Simeon understood that this Savior, this Messiah, he wasn't just a savior for Israel, but Simeon said that he's actually he's gonna do something for everybody else. So Israel was one nation, and and Simeon looks at Jesus and he says, Jesus is going to be a light of revelation, someone who helps bring understanding about who God is to all nations, so that somehow everybody, when they see Jesus, they will be able to understand who God is. Jesus is this light that reveals to all people who God is. And I think that is absolutely amazing. And it says, glory to your people Israel, and for glory to your people Israel. And basically what that's saying, Jesus came through Israel, and, and all, all now people of all nations can recognize Israel and recognize Jesus coming through Israel. And when they see Jesus, they see the way that he loves people as he grows up and he starts his ministry, that they see the way he cares for people. They see the miracles that he performs. They see the way he lives his life, the way he does his ministry, the way he goes to the cross, that he dies as a sacrifice for sin, and that he rises from death just to show us how powerful he is, that that when we look at Jesus, we actually understand who 
God is. And I think that is an amazing reality of, of, of what we get to see in Jesus. And that's what Simeon was acknowledging then. He's saying, when the Gentiles look and they see this Messiah, they will suddenly understand something that they couldn't understand before. And so that that is our passage for today. We'll have some discussion questions about that in just a second. But before we get to those discussion questions, I thought it would actually uh, be fun to hear from some of our pastors at Village Church. And so I asked a, a really fun question to all of our pastors at Village Church. I asked them, can you please tell me what your most embarrassing Christmas memory is? Can you please tell me what your most embarrassing Christmas memory is? And so uh, here you're going to hear from some of our pastors and uh, what they have to say about that. I suppose I'll start with my most embarrassing Christmas moment. Uh, it was probably actually um, this uh, this past Sunday uh, during the first service. I, I was preaching this week, and then and then we brought all the kids in to sing the the song that they had been working on to lead the adults in worship. And uh, I had the opportunity to go up in front of everybody. Uh, and I thought the song was over, like we were getting towards the end of the song, and I thought it was over. And so I went over, and I, uh, I said, Amen. And the song was not over, and the kids kept singing after that. And I, uh, I made a little bit of a fool of myself. And uh, so then I like tried to pretend that nothing happened, but that didn't really work well for me. And so that was actually a pretty embarrassing Christmas moment for me. All right, so Pastor Matt Young, you're the worship pastor at Village Church, and uh, everybody is waiting to hear, what is your most embarrassing Christmas moment? My most embarrassing Christmas moment is probably when I was leading for a Christmas Eve service at one time, and uh, we did the song, Oh Holy Night, and in the song, there's a, a really kind of a big climax to the song at the end of it, where the song goes up, Oh night divine. And it goes really high. Yes. Well, that's great. That's a cool part. Everyone loves to sing that out and give it all they have. And so I was leading the song. And what we had decided to do before the service began is to actually cut the music on that note and sing out the end with no instrumentation. So we got to that part, and it was, it was the biggest part of the song. Oh, night divine. And I'm up on that note. And then all the instruments are gone. And I go to sing. O night, O night divine. And when I sing the word O, my voice cracks super loudly. Are you serious? Yep. Can so everyone in the room was like, oh, that poor dude. So can you demonstrate? I don't know. I can try. It was like, O night divine. O night. It's about like that. That's that's uh, that hurt just to relive that when I did it just there for you guys. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, it was it was rough and it's humbling and it reminded me, hey, we serve the Lord, imperfect people, no matter what your role is, no matter what you're doing, and it was a humbling reminder to uh, to keep my eyes on Christ at Christmas. All right, Pastor Matt Souls, our student pastor here at Village Church, uh, tell me all about your most embarrassing Christmas moment. Well, my most embarrassing Christmas moment uh, probably happened this year on December 2nd at our staff Christmas party oh, that yeah. we hosted at our house. And um, Lauren and I entered a drawing in a hat. I guess Michael um, had had, uh, somehow he got his hands on a couple Amazon Echoes. Okay. And so we won an Echo, but then he threw out this thing, oh, 
you only get to keep it if you put this thing in your mouth and sing a song, and it's one of those uh, watch your mouth things that like spread your lips from out. the game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. So uh, I had to sing. Um, what was that song I sang? It's from Dirty Dancing. Uh, 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 I've had the time of my life. Had, yeah. had the time of my life. Yeah. So I had to sing song. I Had the Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing. And uh, one, I'm ashamed to say that I actually know it word for word. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I had to sing that with that thing in my mouth in front of everyone. And yeah, I didn't mind. And yeah. then um, Suze uh-huh. actually won an Echo Bee as well. Yeah. Or an Echo thing. But yeah. um, she decided she didn't want to sing and made me sing uh, Whitney's Houston, you, I Will Always you Love You. You sang for her, right? I sang for her, yes, yeah, with good. that thing in my mouth. That was good. So, that was pretty embarrassing. That was actually pretty amazing. I, I enjoyed every moment well, of watching you do that. So. Glad you benefit from my shame. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that. Pastor Tim, you have a uh, an embarrassing story to tell us. Now, I, I understand that this embarrassing story isn't necessarily about you, uh, but it is a great story nonetheless. So why don't you tell us your embarrassing Christmas story? So you're right, Alex. This story isn't really about me. However, I was very close to the activity of this uh, event. So many years ago, Renee and I were in a church that had a choir. And in that choir, uh, one of the responsibilities uh, every year was to do a Christmas cantata. And uh, people who are familiar with Christmas cantatas and churches that have choirs realize that most of the time, the choirs are seated in chairs up on the platform But for this particular Christmas cantata, uh, the choir director decided that it would be wonderful for us to walk in in a candlelight service, holding candles ourselves as we came in the back of the auditorium and walked down the aisle and up on the stage into our seats to do our musical uh, numbers. So we were all standing in, uh, in the lobby waiting to come into the back of the the worship center, and uh, this is back in the day where women had big hair, and big hair. If if they if people don't know what I'm talking about, uh, back in the late '80s and early '90s, uh, it was a it was the big hair time where women would fluff their hairs. In order to keep their hair fluffed, they would have to use uh, lots of hairspray to keep it all fluffed up. So if anybody knows where I'm going here, candles, hairspray, hairspray is very flammable. Um, so we're in line. I'm behind this lady, about three people behind this lady who has big hair. We're all in our, our choir robes, and we're about to walk in. Well, the person behind this lady with the big hair got a little too close to her with her candle. And if you've ever seen flash paper or a miniature explosion, that's exactly what happened. She got her candle right underneath this lady's hair, and it was a whoosh. And up in flames, I mean, it was the biggest fireball flame that shot off the back of this lady's hair. Well, she panicked like crazy. The lady who was holding the candle and actually caused this embarrassing moment was super freaked out. And so was all those that were around us. We really thought it was going to be a moment of stop, drop, and roll. But if you know about the chemical makeup of hairspray, it is a flash. But it was a big flash. <laughs> and uh, after the crying and the screaming stopped, it was very hard to uh, contain my laughter. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for that. That was an awesome story. 
Well, there you go. You got to hear some of our pastor's most embarrassing Christmas stories. And so uh, maybe you can take a chance to talk about that. Or maybe you want to talk about the discussion questions for today. We just have a couple of them. The first one is this. Have you ever had to wait a really long time for something to happen? And then what was it like when it finally did happen? So have you ever had to wait a really long time for something to happen? And what was it like when it finally did happen? The second question is this. When we think about how Jesus lived his life, what can we learn about God? Because remember, Simeon said you would be a a light of revelation, that when people look at at Jesus, that they would learn something about who God is. So when when we think about how Jesus lived his life, what do we learn about God? Well, uh, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. It's been a joy to produce this. It's been a joy to work with all the the fifth and sixth graders and everybody else who's been involved in this podcast. And we just really hope and pray that this was super beneficial for you and your families in this Advent season. And so, uh, so I hope that you guys all have a really Merry Christmas and a, and a really Happy New Year. It has been a joy to share this time. With you.